Let's look at the big French national holiday as they bring out the tricolor flags for Bastille Day. It commemorates France's own revolution to establish a government that was by, for, and of the people. And for some, this year will likely take on an extra dimension as the French push past the fears raised by recent terrorist attacks to celebrate their freedoms together. Joining us to celebrate Bastille Day and to take your calls at 877-333-RIC is tour guide Patrick Vidal. He lives in Brittany, in the northwest of the country. And Julie Sonveau grew up in mid-America in Kansas, but a decade ago made a home for herself in Burgundy, near the center of France. Patrick, Julie, welcome. Bonjour. C'est plaisir. So what is it about freedom and the French? Uh, did I overstate that, Patrick, about uh, the passion the French have for government by, for, and of the people? Yeah, I think it's a bit of a dream. It's a bit of a myth. I mean, uh, yes, the French culture have always pushed towards that. But uh, if you look pragmatically at the French Revolution, it's a fight for middle class to get some room in the society. We come out of an old regime which is saying, I'm either a noble or part of the clergy or I'm the rest of the world. If I'm a merchant, if I'm a businessman, if I'm a lawyer, a journalist, I've got no official place in the society. I can become wealthy, I can, but mm. I don't have any official place. I can't pass that down to my kids. And it's, it's very difficult to settle into the society. And if you look at all the big faces of the French Revolution, they're all intellectuals. They're all middle class, upper middle class. Mm. And that's the fight of the middle class for that. Now, Julie Sanvaux, when you are in France and you have this Bastille Day erupting all around you, if you think back to the first Bastille Day, what actually happened? Well, the storming of the Bastille is where it got the name Bastille Day, which was turned into a prison, a chateau, a fortress that was guarding the city. Actually, there was only a few prisoners in there at the time, but what it represented, what the Bastille represented to the people was the fact that anyone could be put in prison. With It was called a let du cachet, and the king could say, I want them put in prison, so you were put in prison without a trial, without defense. There was even a word for that, en Bastille, being put in the Bastille was being arrested by the king because you didn't agree with him politically, economically, whatever. Throw him in the jail because you're a a problem for the government. So the people were so angry at this, they just famously stormed the Bastille? Right. They stormed the Bastille to get the gunpowder that was in there and because it represented this feeling. And if you wanted to see the Bastille today, what would you find? Nothing. There are little circles on the street where it used to be. So there are stones. You can see the stones, stones in the bridge, are, yes. There are a few yeah. stones of the Bastille left uh, further down the Boulevard Henri IV, next to the bridge going over the oh, okay. uh, island St. Louis. There's a little <laughs> pile of stone, and they said, this is the original stones. I don't know what they're doing here. I'm not sure they are the original ones, but <laughs> the, the signs say so, so. It's one of the great non-sites of Europe when people go to Paris <laughs> yes. to try to find the Bastille. <laughs> yes, yes, and they use some of the stones to build the bridge from the Concorde, the Concorde right? Bridge, the Concorde yeah. Bridge mm. is built out of the stones okay. of the Bastille. Julie, you live in uh, Burgundy, right? Right. How do you celebrate the Bastille Day? Well, in the this countryside? year I celebrated in Paris with the Parisians uh, for the first time, which was really fabulous. The five hundred thousand people in the Champ de Mars for the five hundred thousand people in the yeah. big park around the Eiffel Tower. In the big park around the Eiffel Tower to watch the it was picnic cow. all day, kind of like we do uh, in America. Take your picnic out on the lawn. Only there they have baguettes and wine and saucisson and fromage. What happens on Bastille Day in Paris? Well, everybody spends all day picnicking. It's actually Bastille Day, but it's also the first day of vacation for the French. And mm-hmm. so it's, there's a big feeling of just the summertime and vacation, mm-hmm. kind of like July 4th is for us, is summertime vacation day. And then at 10 o'clock in the morning, there is a, a parade on the Champs-Élysées, the mm-hmm. military parade. And then uh, the fireworks are at the Eiffel Tower at 11 p.m. 
The night before is the fun part about it in Paris, too, with all the firemen's balls that they do on the 13th. So what's a fireman's ball? A fireman's ball is uh, a tradition that they started where the firemen put on a ball or a party, and that's how they earn money. They get donations. So it's free. It's outside. Every little arrondissement has their fire department that has a party, and it goes all night long. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about the Bastille Day in France. We're talking with Julie Sanvo and Patrick Vidal. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. And Neil is calling from Milwaukee, and it uh, looks like Neil has actually been there for the Fireman's Ball. Hi, Neil. How are you? Great. Tell us about your experience on Bastille Day in Paris. It was a uh, terrific place to be because while there were 500,000 people in the Champs de Mar, there were fewer uh, in the firehouses, and it was just a great place to have a good time. The one we uh, went to was very near the Place de Vosges, and so not that far from uh, the Bastille. And you just uh, it was very simple. You walked up. There was either uh, someone taking donations or a small set fee, and uh, you went in, and it was just a revelation. They had moved all of the fire trucks out onto the street, so this huge, uh, lovely courtyard that was where the trucks usually were had been turned into Party Central, and the firemen and the Parisians were uh, dancing. There was a band, there was wine, there was beer, uh, just a lot of people having a great time. And did you feel comfortable there as a tourist, as an American? Absolutely. They were happy to uh, escort us in. I was there with some friends, and we just struck up conversations with various locals and tried to get a feel for what was going on. They certainly, it was not a sedate affair. It was <laughs> a very raucous uh, event. The, uh, the bandstand had some sort of uh, little roof or whatever, and there were three or four uh, what appeared to be uh, firemen dancing on top of the, uh, on the roof. Um, and so everybody was just having a great time. It, it started about nine, and while we didn't make it to the end, uh, from what I understand, it goes until about four in the morning. You know, I've been to one of those, and I, the first thing I thought when I was in the middle of all of that chaos and that intensity in the crowd, I thought, boy, I hope the fire marshal doesn't come by. <laughs> and then it occurred to me, oh, this is the fire department. He's probably in the middle of all this. It's just amazing mass of people partying. And that is the night before Bastille Day, right? That's uh, July 13th? The 13th. Mm-hmm. There are some on the night of the 14th as well. So uh, it depends on which firehouse. But uh, yes, the night before is uh, the primary night. And Neil, what's your memory of the actual 14th Bastille Day? What went on in Paris for you? Well, there were the, uh, the military jets screaming overhead uh, as part of the parade, you know, everyone out uh, enjoying themselves, people gathering on the champs de people picnicking. And it was just, you know, just a, a great place to uh, to enjoy the day and, you know, celebrate a French holiday instead of your own. Birthday. That is so great. Thanks, Neil, for your call. Thank you. Anne's calling in from Fort Wayne in Indiana. Hi, Anne. Thanks for your call. Hi, good to talk to you. My next trip to France is going to include Brittany because I am of Breton descent. So given the unique cultural identity of Brittany and their unique Celtic nationalist fervor, is Bastille Day celebrated any differently there um, than in other parts of France? Patrick, you, don't you live in near Brittany? Or? I do live in Brittany. In Brittany, yeah, no. Yeah. So Brittany is Celtic people, and there's a little bit of history there because uh, it's once uh, more autonomy. Is there a, a little bit of uh, less enthusiasm? No, for it's the same there? thing, the 14th of July. 
same thing we were talking about. It's, it can be, depending where you are, it can be celebrated on the 13th or on the 14th. Okay. And the big thing is the uh, local balls, but also the fireworks. The fireworks are mm. a huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something really fine everywhere. And every little town will spend some, some money into uh, getting a, a little doll uh, firework going around. But they will be all over the place. I'm a sailor, and I've got the experience of sailing along the coast on the night of the 14th of July. And you see something like 15, 20 fireworks pretty much at the same time, all along the coast. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely unbelievable. It's unreal. So you don't really need to be in Paris to have the fun. I don't in know. Fact, you've, you've you got them everywhere. A, you can make a case that the small town might give you a little more intimate uh, look at French yeah, culture. Yeah, and if you, I mean, uh, I can imagine that if you go to the t- a town like Concarneau or Saint-Malo where they've got the fortification, the firework is very often set against the fortification and you've got some amazing light on the. It's a bit like, uh, it's not in Brittany, but like Carcassonne in the south of France where they've got this amazing thing. Is this a time when people are eating traditional things and having just celebrating their culture, or is it just a party and fireworks? No, it's just a party and fireworks. There's no, there's no real menu of the 14th of July as you would think of Easter or Christmas, something like that. And thanks for your call. It sounds like small town Bastille Day is just as exciting as uh, big city Bastille Day. Absolutely. Thanks. I think that's going to have to be a stop on my visit. Have fun on your trip. Thanks for your call. Thank you. Julie Sanvo, you live in uh, Burgundy. How how was your experience, because you've been there for more than a decade with your family, what's a small town Bastille Day like for you? Well, like Patrick said, it's all about the fireworks, and everybody goes to either the local lake or the local park, or if there's a chateau, the gardens of the chateau. Where I live, there is the Sete des Clues, the seven locks uh, that were started by Henry IV. Um, back in 1604. It never got finished by him, but they're still there. The stone uh, remains of the locks, and so they actually do the fireworks there, and everybody sits up on the hill. The locks meaning how the, the canal? The canal, yeah, it looks altitude. like a staircase of canals. Okay, mm-hmm. so that would be the place where you go to gather. To and that's where we the, gather. And, and, and all the generations there. Do you find that uh, younger generation sort of rolls their eyes, or is everybody getting involved? Oh, in no, it? everybody gets involved. In, in the countryside in France, it's all about the families getting together at multi-generations. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking about Bastille Day. And uh, Patrick, uh, when people cross the border going into France, uh, a lot of tourists think uh, the Marseillaise, the national anthem of, of the French people. And I would imagine you hear that on Bastille Day. Yeah, you will hear that on Marseille Day, but it's not a huge, huge thing. But, uh, you know, that's the, Marseille is a very interesting song because it's a very bloody song. I mean, it's kind of a, I'm going to cut your throat and your blood is going to go into my fields and everything's going to be fine. And that's only the ver- first verse, and it gets yeah. a bit bloodier as you go down. <laughs> right. there, there are arguments in France about changing, changing it. the national anthem because it's gone so far. I mean, imagine a, a football-friendly uh, match when you, the guys are next to each other, and the French one are saying to the other ones, we're going to cut your throat, and your blood is going to go into our fields. I mean, it doesn't sound very good when you no, think of it. Not very politically uh, not correct. Very, not very, <laughs> well, uh, well, not very uh, friendly. Let's, uh, we all know... Can you just tell us, translate in a little bit of uh, singing the... the uh, let's go, song. kids of the country. Allons enfants de la patrie. Le jour de gloire. The day of glory has arrived. After that, it goes like uh, uh, those, those guys are came into our land and they are raping our wives and killing our, our families and stuff like that. But we will turn to them and cut their throat and their blood will, will go into their fields. And uh, let's go for it. Vive la France. Citizens to arms. Yeah. Citizens to arms. <laughs> Julie and Patrick, thank you so much. And uh, I'm going to try to be in France July 14th. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Merci bien. Each year, Rick Steves tour guides take thousands of free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Europe, one small group at a time. 
This year, you can choose from more than 40 different vacations in Europe's best destinations, from Ireland to Greece, and practically everywhere in between. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.